Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Earth Rangers podcast. No, wait, actually, welcome to Earth Ranger Emma's Ultimate Guide to National Parks. Hey guys, I am super excited to have you joining me on my latest adventure. I know that technically I'm supposed to be on holiday, Chilling by the pool doing nothing is just not how Earth Ranger Emma operates. So, instead, I decided to check off one of the biggest items on my bucket list. To visit a whole lot of national parks in Canada and the USA. It's so perfect. I just might be a genius. I'm starting today with a doozy. I'm in California, on the western slopes of the Sierra Nevada mountains of Yosemite National Park. Because of its location, climate, and the different elevations in the park, there's a huge amount of biodiversity here at Yosemite. And if you're looking for breathtaking scenery, this is the place for you. There are countless waterfalls, including the stunning 2,425-foot-tall Yosemite Falls. There's also this really awesome half dome made of granite. It's over 8,800 feet tall. The Half Dome is a really popular place for experienced hikers to climb. It's a 17-mile round trip up and back, and it's incredibly steep. I thought about maybe trying this hike today, but after I heard that there was a section where I'd have to use climbing cables, I thought maybe, maybe leave that to the experts. Right now, I'm hiked up to the upper montane forest. This area is known for short, wet summers and long winters. I'm talking snow that lasts from November all the way up until June. And not just a dusting either, up to six feet of snow. Thankfully, the path is clear today. In this part of the park, there are super tall red fir trees and an interesting type of pine called the Jeffrey pine. Can you guess what it smells like? Definitely not a Christmas tree. The Jeffrey pine smells like, wait for it, vanilla. Yeah. Or some even say butterscotch or or cinnamon. No matter what, it's a lovely aroma that makes me wish for a big dish of ice cream. Along with the tremendous trees at this elevation, there are also meadows of colorful wildflowers and... This might be my favorite part of the park. Whoa, whoa, hey. A little dizzy. 
you can really feel the elevation up here. If I were to hike up even higher, I'd end up in the subalpine forest. That's at an altitude of about 8,000 feet. The winters there are even longer and snowier. Think nine feet of snow. Insider tip, you definitely do not want to hike that in December. Finally, if I hiked up as far as I could go, I'd end up in the alpine zone at 9,500 feet. Guess what I wouldn't see in this area? Um, trees? It's got a few flowers and grasses, and as soon as the weather gets a bit cooler, a ton of snow. But this is the coldest and snowiest part of the whole park, and it has an extremely short growing season. But for today, I think this is as high as I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay right here in this meadow to relax, enjoy the view, and see if I can spot any wildlife if I stay quiet long enough. Aside from having an amazing selection of areas to hike, Yosemite is also home to so many wonderful animals. Some of them are especially important to this specific park. Most notably, my personal favorite, the Sierra Nevada bighorn sheep. The bighorn is not your average fluffy farm sheep. Mm -mm. This sheep is big, tough, and built for life at high elevations. The bighorn is comfortable climbing steep, rocky cliffs and crags that no other animal or human would even attempt, without a lot of safety equipment, that is. So how are these sheep so sure-hoofed? Well, it's because their feet have a special adaptation. They have cloven hooves, which, well, they allow them to hold onto steep surfaces. They also have a rubbery pad on the bottom of each hoof that helps to grip onto rough and smooth surfaces. The other special feature a Sierra Nevada bighorn sheep possesses is, well, it's big horns. That's where it got its name. The males, also known as rams, have extra large horns. In fact, their horns can weigh up to 30 pounds. Could you imagine wearing a hat that weighs 30 pounds all the time? Ugh. As you might have guessed, the bighorn uses the horns for fighting other rams. But wait, wouldn't that hurt? banging your head full force against another ram's horns? Well, kind of. These tough sheep also have very thick skulls. So even if they're being battered by another ram, they'll probably walk away from the fight relatively unscathed. But maybe a little dizzy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Sierra Nevada bighorn sheep hasn't always had an easy go of it at the park. In the late 1990s, there were only 125 of these special sheep left. Thankfully, due to the efforts of conservationists, scientists, and biologists, these sheep are now thriving in Yosemite, with over 600 sheep in the park today. That's a huge win for conservation. And there's also good news for those bighorn sheep outside of Yosemite. Earth Rangers is working with the Nature Conservancy of Canada on an awesome project to protect and restore a 1,600-hectare area in British Columbia. It's called the Kootenay River Ranch, and it's home to some amazing and endangered animals, 
including bighorn sheep. Now, you may be wondering, how do you restore a conservation area? Well, you do things like thinning thickets of trees to help create more open forest structure. It's also important to remove invasive species like knapweed and hawkweed, which make it harder for native species to grow. Finally, planting native species helps to keep invasive species from taking over again. It is a ton of work, but it's going to help to create a better, healthier conservation area, which is a big win for everyone. <gasps> Whoa, did you hear that? Shh, shh, shh. Everyone, shh. let's see if I can hear it again. Yep, I definitely heard something this time. And I'm pretty sure it's exactly the sound I wanted to hear. Hey, come on, let's go check it out. Whew. Yeah, okay. It must be right behind this hill. I, I'm sure you've already figured out what we're hearing here, huh? Yup, it's the call of a bighorn sheep. It almost sounds like a regular farm sheep, but uh, not quite. Instead, it's, oh wow, it's right over there. Oh my goodness, Earth Rangers. I see a bighorn sheep. Two, actually. A bigger one and a smaller one. It's a lamb. How cool. I can't believe how agile they are. And wow, they walk on rocks like it's the simplest thing in the world to do. These sheep are brave. Cliffs are their homes, and they're not afraid of heights. They're what you could call tenacious. Oh, okay. You'll have to excuse me. I'm going to log off for a while so that I can try and take a nice picture of these amazing creatures. <laughs> Wish me luck. <laughs> Earth Rangers! Hey, Earth Rangers. We're back. I managed to take a pretty neat shot, and I'll make sure to upload it to the show notes page so that you can check it out in the app. Now, I'm at the visitor center, and I told one of the park rangers that I saw a bighorn sheep. Her name is Jada, and guess what? She even knew about Earth Rangers. When I told her I was doing an official National Parks podcast, she agreed to tell me some pretty fascinating bighorn sheep info on the mic. So, here it is. Time for a top five. Jada's top five bighorn sheep facts. Number five. If bighorn sheep look tough, that's because they have to be. They have some pretty impressive predators. Number one being the mountain lion. And believe it or not, another key predator of the bighorn is the golden eagle. It can't hurt an adult, but a lamb is a potential target for this strong bird. Number four, the bighorn has excellent eyesight. If you've ever noticed, sheep pupils aren't round like ours. They're rectangular. The reason for this is that rectangular pupils allow sheep to picture the world in a wider view. So if a predator sneaks up on them from either side, they can see them early enough to make their escape. Number three, Sierra Nevada bighorn sheep never lose their horns. Unlike moose and deer that shed their antlers, the bighorn sheep's horns grow from birth to death and they can get quite large. Number two, Domestic sheep, which means normal sheep, that are being kept on farms, were a big part of what caused the bighorn to become in danger here at Yosemite. Germs that domestic sheep carry can be deadly to the bighorn. 
That's why it's really important that bighorn sheep and domesticated sheep avoid contact. Number one, bighorns are ruminant herbivores. That's a fancy term meaning that they eat plants that aren't easy for most animals to digest. But the bighorn can do it. But the process is a bit complicated. The bighorn has a four-chambered stomach. They have to chew their food twice to digest it properly, meaning they chew it, swallow it, then spit it up a little while later and chew it a bit more before swallowing it again for good. Whoa, Jada, that was so good. Nice job. Thank you. Even though that last fact was a little gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, there's still a lot of Yosemite to see, and I'm excited to check it out. But very soon, I'll head out to my next destination. If you have any recommendations of which park I should definitely try to visit this summer, let me know in the comments of the show notes page. <laughs> Until next time, thanks for listening, and keep on ranging! Earth Rangers! Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.